Bum, 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 bum. It's cold outside, there's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone, more or less. Let me fly far away from here. Fun, 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 in the sun, sun, sun. I want to lie, shipped, wrecked, and comatose, drinking fresh mango juice. Goldfish shows nibbling at my toes. Fun, 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 Hello, Smakeheads. My name's Jed Shepherd. And I'm Daniela Phillips. Thanks for joining us once again for another episode of Smakeheads, the, the Red, Red Dwarf, Dwarf Podcast. Podcast. We're in sync. We're simpatico <laughs> this, this episode, Daniela. Um, how have you been? I have been good. I'm enjoying the weather. Yeah, and we're basically pigging out. I asked Daniela just before this Daniela, do you think we're pigs? And my answer was obviously no. No, but like if you look between us right now, so we're sitting in Post Pop HQ on the picnic table, which has seen tons and tons of um, successful podcasts. Um, but most and girls. <laughs> but the the most the thing you need to remember about uh, the table where we record is is covered in sweets at all mm, times. Snacks. There's so. tons and tons of snacks. Yeah. So we've got we've got biscoffs. We've got jelly beans we've got chocolate biscuits we've got wagon wheels we've got freddos who's got freddos we do <laughs> we've got freddos um oh do you want to light that candle so no cool. <laughs> did i need to add any heat it's not gonna add heat it's just a cool candle and a light candle for this a bit romantic this isn't a romantic candle this is <laughs> this is more cool so just lighting the candle uh, while we celebrate the third episode of Smokeheads. And Jay um, tries to not set the studio on fire there. Know, everything's made of wood. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we've had two episodes so far that have been... Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah and I think that's the best we can, we can say to them. And again, as we all know, Series 7 is the greatest series of Red Dwarf, as everybody huh. knows. So um, we're getting into, well, I'll say, I was thinking episodes three, four and five some of the kind of weakest red dwarf episodes i didn't mind five three and four i didn't okay but it's usually in these times in these times and these are probably our least listened to episodes by the way because people listen to it for they they'll see what title we're doing next oh okay and they go oh i listen to that one because i like that episode so no one's listening to us no the thing is you what you should be listening to is the bad episodes okay because that's where we get yeah that's where we get the most frantic where we get the most (laughs) excited yeah so if you if you're thinking of skipping the next couple of episodes please do not because we're going to be i'm going to be animated about this one because everything about it is is bizarre to me um but um i've enjoyed watching series seven so far it's been when I say enjoy, maybe that's a strong word. <laughs> I that's... did not enjoy it. I oh watched it all in one sitting. You were texting much, me, going, and I was just like, "Dear God." Okay, I can't read my phone right now, but it was like, "Jed, I'm on episode three. I've lost the will to live, and that's this <laughs> yeah. episode." So this should be. Good. I did. I really lost the will after this episode. I needed a break. Oh God! And coincidentally, I was on the same episode, and I was like, "Yep, I'm struggling. I'm had really a break, struggling." Had a bottle of wine and then got back onto <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, and coincidentally, after that bottle of wine, you were, you were like excited again. Um, what we've got in this episode is it's a seminal episode it's an important episode it doesn't make sense 
Well, yeah, it does make sense, but it's impo- it doesn't make sense <laughs> at all, does it? It's important. It's important because we finally figure out the origin of Lister. Yeah, but it still doesn't make sense. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get into the weeds in, in in just a second. Now, do you remember anything about Lister's parents or where he came from no, prior Liverpool. to this? Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool. You don't you don't hear too much about that at all. Um, what you do know is he was kind of like left. He was found, and uh, this is the story. This is the episode where we have we find out how he was left there, why he was left there, and what happened next. Um, and these parts alone are enough to make this an important episode and one that uh, Red Wolf fans should kind of get on board with. Okay. It's not a very... I'm yet re- to be convinced. Yeah, it's not a re- very rewatchable episode. And this is also the episode, not only that, that Christine Kachansky comes back in. Boo. And holy... I do murder. not like her... I mean, I'm sure Chloe Annette, or Annette, is um, is a nice person. This just, it doesn't work. It's not, I don't think it it's her gel. fault. I think having a different Kristen Kachansky in it already rubs people the wrong way. Yeah, I hate it when they replace actors. Yeah, Claire Grogan would have been fine. I know she's a little bit older. Maybe she's not as photogenic as Chloe Annette, but who Ooh. cares? Who cares? She she's the Kachansky we know. Or at least get someone with a Scottish accent. Don't get the, don't get a posh a posh pretty girl like and as well her backstory that she's really like posh and fancy and you just think no that's not that's not the christian kachanskin we know no and she wouldn't have been involved with lister either exactly and that that part doesn't make sense um but also i really really feel that doug nana can't write a dialogue for women he has like it's like it's like he's never met a woman before. It's not good writing. Yeah, I think a lot of men struggle with women dialogue. Well, it's I mean this is a sci-fi show, and but he falls into the trap every time, and this is this is present throughout this entire series of um, treating wom- women like they're a magical creature, like they're a phoenix, like they're like a unicorn wearing PVC. <laughs> Yeah, any excuse to, to put them on to, into PVC, um, and that they're so mysterious, and like um, guys, just guys are just kind of falling over themselves to kind of get with this person, um, and yet we, we forget this is the object of, of Lister's affection. There should be the dynamic some is, chemistry. There should be yeah. some chemistry. I know they. I mean, they they've kind of retconned this whole um, Kachansky thing before, anyway, where previously if, if you watch it from the start like they weren't an item they weren't together and then only later on did they kind of mention oh and by the way i went out with kristen kachansky that never actually happened yeah it was kind of like unrequited love at the yeah start. they didn't go out, out for a couple of weeks or anything like that or had like mad uh, a mad intense relationship that never happened but we're meant to believe that suddenly she's migrated from scottish to posh english accent plummy officer um, who you're right wouldn't have anything to do with, with Lister um, and like she's played just really annoyingly yeah she's not she's not a likeable character and I don't think it helps again we don't have the laughter we don't have in this track one, in this there, there was no laughter no, on, on so Netflix everything's right? just flat again yeah but to be honest even if there was a shitty audience I don't think there'd be too many laughs in this episode anyway no because Chloe and that has delivery of I don't know a one-legged pizza man we have the problem of um, bringing in a new character to replace Rema, 
because you because remember left on the last episode yeah they've tried so i expected him to come back so i was like where is he i wasn't happy well what they've tried to do is that they felt it was like a rush job they felt like they've they've really kind of rushed bringing in kachansky there was no like kind of transition period she's brought in as a direct analog of rimmer she has all of his lines basically all the lines that he would have had she has um so, so she, that's why they've made her posh now posh annoying yeah kind of um not likable so she's basically but, just rimmer but like, instead of the like sort of rimmer um lister relationship you've got the Crichton kachansky relationship oh god which doesn't work at all the most annoying kind of arc in this is the is the whole Crichton being jealous of of kachansky and just whining, oh, sir, you like her better than me. You like the shape of her head better than me, don't you? I was like, no, Christ, come on, no, no, you know, like I like you better. Oh, sir, it's, oh, come on, this. I mean, do it once, fine, but don't do it for the next six it, episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but again, we're, we're already like slating it before anything kind of happened. Um, so this this episode's called uh, Ouroboros, uh, which is kind of the. Um, how do they explain it? Well, the def- dictionary definition is like it's um, a, f- a circle, a snake eating its own tail. Infinity. It's f- infinity, forever. Um, it's quite nice. I mean, you, you get that in other things as well. Like in Everton's story, there's Yorin with a similar kind of snake eating his tail kind of symbol. Um, but we have uh, this kind of intro at the start. And th- this isn't before the credits, right? This is after the credits. Yeah, this is after credits. Yeah. You see people that we don't know. We see, we see a man who's obviously Scouse in a what's meant to be the Egbeth Arms and uh, which is a, 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 pub, a fictional pub in, in Liverpool but does it look like a pub? No, no. I know it's the 23rd century no, it doesn't look like a pub it, ha- it has a pool table it has a chain link fence in front of it we're about to be hit by a plane has a chain link fence um how did the drinks go through i'm not 100 sure <laughs> no i've never seen a pub like it it kind of looks like like a, a sixth form common room that's kind of been i don't know just been demolished or something you got a sixth form common room had like chains like <laughs> fences up not quite but i think that's school in south london oh yeah uh, <laughs> so it just looks it was like there's, there's no there was no proper set design because you think this is the Egbeth arms this is this legendary pull out a little bit don't just have a small corner with 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 a with a uh, pool table and a fence yeah everything in this episode just felt a little bit rushed like not enough care and attention was put in yeah like how some other people in their playing pool or like playing on the machines or something a little bit like when you in backwards where they go to the bar on earth how some people there it looks like a bar and not just a set anyway what happens is this scouse guy um, finds a box underneath the, the snooker table and uh, he tells the barmaid who's behind this chain link fence look what look what I found is a is a baby and she's like oh like what's on the box it says um oh they couldn't even decide his name because it says R Rob or Ross on it um and I guess they maybe thought of that joke at the s- first and then worked yeah, backwards and, and got an episode yeah, out of it exactly I think that's exactly what happened yeah it's kind of kind of a shame and like she kind of wonders oh what <laughs> this is this is tragic as well okay and that section ends oh i wonder what will happen to him cut to list to <laughs> list of three million years later um and he is there in front of the mirror just being an absolute slob cleaning his teeth and shaving at the same time and dangerous which we've seen him do similar things in like uh, series one and two but then Crichton walks in with that um pink dressing gown 
and makes him wear it. Um, yeah, and he keeps it on. He's, he sort of says, oh, you know, a fancy dressing gown, and he tries uh-huh. it on, but then he just keeps it on for the whole episode, more or less. Yeah. Which I found weird. Because they needed to set up the fact that he would look a state when he first met Kachansky. Mm. And his tooth falls out as well. His cap falls out. His cap falls out. So he puts uh, uses wood glue and then at the same time he is like flossing his teeth so the floss gets stuck in it and he's an absolute mess. And then, um, which might, which you know, to be fair, might have been improved by some laughter. But all this happening with nothing, <laughs> just silence. <laughs> just it's silence. Just, it's so bad. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's the most depressing. It's, it's like when you know they've um, on YouTube. There's uh, that account that t- took away the laugh track from uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, I hate that program anyway. Yeah, and without the laugh track, it's the most, it's the scariest, surreal, saddest, most depressing thing of all time. It felt a little bit like that. Um, so, like, the, the frivolity is stopped by Cat walking in and telling them that there's an anomaly outside. And uh, they query the, f- the fact that his, he's been doing this for years and he still can't work out what this anomaly is, um, if it's a squiggly thing or, or a swirly thing. And um, they have... Uh, and, and Lissa has a line that, he, like, um, he's, he's lost it, he's lost it. And there he is in the pink dressing gown, uh, throwing the floss over his shoulder like a complete madman basically and they and they go to the kind of anomaly that's happened in in space and um it's essentially another starbug that's there um and through this kind of swirly tunnel thing this kind of crack in space they see uh, a vision of themselves or they see a vision of cat Crichton, and lister but there's differences to them can you remember the differences yeah so um lister is a hologram yeah this is a hologram and it makes you think what kind of series of uh, things happened to, to create that scenario um, and then Kachansky's there obviously yeah because Rimmer isn't there because obviously Chris Barry didn't want to do it so yeah. they had to think of something else uh, so Kachansky's there instead because what happened was if, if, let me see if I get this right instead of on in the first series instead of Frankenstein being, being locked away Kachansky confronts Lister takes away Frankenstein and she gets in trouble for saving Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. So she gets put so into stasis. So you see all this fire flashback. Yeah. So she takes his place in the stasis pod and Lister dies and Lister comes back as a person to keep her sane as a hologram. But also, he's gay in this. Yes. Um, and the first thing she she does is when she sees a, a live Lister, she's like, oh, well, fill this up, please, because I really want to have a baby. Um, and they have like this little... What's it called again? Like, I don't know. Cum pod or something? <laughs> what's a what? It it's like a test tube. <laughs> test tube. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep that in. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and that uh, she wants him to fill that up because it's self-fertilising because she's already in it. He just needs to put himself into it. Um, I can't believe I just said that. Um, so um, so he, he obliges, even though he wants to do it the normal, natural way. And... Um, it seems like a, an interesting kind of uh, con- conversation. But lo and behold, there's an issue because... There's an explosion. There's an explosion. There's girls. Those, those darn pesky girls that get around. Again. Yeah. The last time we saw them was... Uh, were there girls in Emo Hulk Polymorph 2? There's Emo Hulks. Were they girls? I think they were girls as well. 
there's no aliens, they're just genetically engineered life forms. Yes, they're Gelfs. And uh, for some reason, they're there, and they appear at that very moment to rain on their parade, split this tunnel between the two realities, and which creates a situation where a chance to falls down this chasm into nothingness. Yeah. But she... Uh, she uh, calls them up and and says, "I changed my mind. I want to stay." No, that's at the end. Was oh, at the end? Okay. Yeah. No. So the, at this point, um, she, she grabs hold of the floss and he pulls her up with the floss. That must have hurt so much. That, I was really cringing at that because I was like, "Oh, that must have hurt his mouth so much." Um, so there's a yeah. So he he kind of throws down the floss and she catches it and she gets pulled up via his floss. And again, I was just thinking, how much pain is he going to be in? Because I've been to the dentist uh, recently and. It hurts, and they have yeah. They have they have no. I'm like this really hurts. This really hurts. This really hurts, and they don't care. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, sir, sorry, sir. And they do it again on the next tooth, and again on the next tooth. Um, so floss kids, really floss. She basically sees her Lister and Cat and Crichton uh, kind of disappear into nothingness because the the time tunnel has broken. She's effectively stuck on the Red Dwarf and replacing Rimmer as the new crew member. Now, this is when Crichton starts getting really peeved off with the fact that um, Mr. Lister, sir, is going to be... His attention's going to be swayed and be cast upon this new lady who is has been the object of his affection since series one yeah he's jealous you know he's not going to get any attention he feels like he's not going to get any attention anymore yeah and the problem is like the whole dynamic of red dwarf is listen rimmer listen rimmer get into earth um and pining after this girl it's basically the story of of don quixote where um, Lister is Don Quixote, Rimmer is Sancho, trying to keep him sane, telling him he's never going to get the girl. And then you've got the, the kind of uh, girl, the object of, of uh, Don Quixote's affection, Dulcinea, who may not even exist, and that is um, Kachansky. So there's a classical uh, kind of uh, callback to, to this whole scenario. And it's one of those played throughout um, media and, and pop culture throughout time, and Red Dwarf's done it here. But once you get the girl, that's where it starts to become problematic because then the journey has ended. He's already got the objective's affection. What's next? Yeah, what, what is there to play for? Yeah, and, and to be honest, I don't think their mission is to get back to Earth anymore. Their mission is to find Red Dwarf, and they don't seem to really be caring about that too much no, either. No, no. Um, so it feels like this has come... Fine getting Kachansky is kind of... It's almost killed any of the kind of momentum and the and the drive of of this series as a whole. Um, if you, if you're out there and you liked Kachansky, tell tell me why you like this version of Kachansky. It's hard to like this version of Kachansky. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. When we saw her on um, Can't Smeg, Won't Smeg, and um, Universe Challenge um, on the Red Dwarf Night Channel Four. She was terrible. She she was the worst parts BBC of that. Too. Yeah, she was the worst parts of that. Anyway, she's stuck on this ship, and she wants to get home as well. She doesn't want to be around these slobs. If you were stuck on a ship, say say for example, yeah, you're on a ship. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, two other people. Yeah, who are just like slobs, and I'm not a slob, but like in this scenario, I'm a slob. Um, and you're stuck on a ship. Would you want to get home, or would you settle for? No, I'd want to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, on the other ship, on in your universe, you have, like, a partner, you have a life, and... Um, yeah. 
obviously yeah. you'd want to go back to yeah. Godot. I'd be a little bit concerned that you wanted me to um, to put myself into a tube, Daniela. Yeah, I would I would be very concerned about that too. Yeah, but let's let's, let's, let's skip over that, there, that yeah. scenario in this uh, thing. Um, <laughs> so we've got the um, um, got this issue of her being stuck there, and when you're when you're stuck there, you obviously have to deal with Crichton, kind of his kind of attitude changes and becomes annoying from the sit from this episode onwards he is he's seen her naked and sees that she's got in any and outy parts that that lister likes and is very concerned and lister has to continually kind of come for him and say no don't worry you're my number one like she's nothing to me and blah 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 and this place throughout the entire series and i think it's a real tired yeah thing yeah which just gets worse no in the next episode she doesn't help the f- she doesn't help the fact because she's not really a likable character i know she's the last human left on in her universe as well but um she just needs to chill for five seconds mm. um so like what we have is uh, she explains the storyline of how she survives she's the one that saved frankenstein so essentially she is the mother to the cat race so you'd think cat would get on better with her because she is his god essentially and we always forget that fact that lister is cat's god so cat should be a lot nicer to lister than we currently get um and uh yeah it's it's quite interesting to see to even think about the kind of scenario like the what ifs and what would happen if one thing changed and that small thing of like saving that cat changed the entire universe yeah but it kind of makes you think is in the in in the, se- the six seasons that preceded that, did she do all the same things as Lister did? Did oh, she go to know. a backwards earth? Yeah. Did she do that? But, the, yeah, because m- maybe they're in a completely different position. Mm. We don't know. She seems to got the best of all worlds. They might have a better ship and yeah. Lister get along be... better and yeah. had gone through different things. Yeah, because th- their Lister, the hologram Lister, seems to be really switched on. I mean, he is yeah. gay yeah. and he's got... A lot of more and snazzy, be- yeah, and he's just be- has better attributes generally uh, than the list that we know and love. Um, but yeah, so we we have this scenario that, that plays out, and obviously they're they're all trying to find a way for her to get back to her, to her ship. Um, but then also they come across um, while they're trying to figure out a way to to get back, um, they. F- they kind of come across a um or they do find a way for her to get back um and to create this time tunnel dimension tunnel type thing again but while they're doing that and while kachansky is on her way back through that tunnel um they they discover a box of of stuff and in that box of stuff one of the boxes is marked Ouroboros. yeah with the symbol with a symbol which is the snake with a snake eating itself um and i thought it was a little bit too coincidental coincidental yeah, yeah. but um cause they would have come across it before like why now that ship's not that big anyway um and they kind of figure then he kind of figures out what he has to do and what the situation is and the the baby that's um about to be kind of created through his him being in that thing and her test being in the thing test tube that's the one <laughs> not what i called it earlier um so he tells so he's like oh we need to we need to get that test tube back now so they run and again the girls turn up and those girls just get everywhere don't forget this is like three million years yeah. in the future but they seem to kind of still be there tracking starbuck for some reason and they um 
they again smash the smash the tunnel, and Kachansky ends up back on their side. She or she falls. She falls. Yeah. Again. And then she, that's when she calls and says she's changed her mind. She's changed her mind. She wants to stay. The whole damsel in distress thing. Um, and they save her by um, harpooning her through the leg. No, that bit was quite fair, funny. Fair. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, funny. You aimed a little bit higher. Um, and then you've uh, so you got her back on on red dwarf and she's stuck there um but you've also got that scene where um she's kissing she's kissing um lister because she thinks it's his lister oh yeah and crying comes in sir sir yeah. i think it and he's like no, no crying i've got no, this sorted don't no. worry and uh kind of shoes him away but but i mean why would she be kissing him if he's gay that's a very good shout because they're still together kind of they are together on they, they cohabit she says right they're in they sleep in the same bed Right. Sleep in the same bed. But, oh, maybe it's just a companionship thing. She's the last human, so she can... Have... But she was, like, proper, like, trying to stick her tongue down his throat. Yeah, but she was, like, half days, and she'd just been shot with a harpoon, so maybe she, she wasn't quite with it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I think that, that bit was quite funny. Um, but, again, Crichton's kind of quite annoying here. Um, we do get to see a lot of the medical room in this episode. And actually, in this whole yeah. series, there's a lot of the medical room. And this medical room is completely different from the medical room we see in seasons 11 and 12. Yes. Which we covered quite recently. Because um, the medical room in that is part of the, the drive room. Um, so what we've got um, now is uh, Chris and Gachansky back on Red Dwarf, stuck on yeah. Red Dwarf um, and uh, with a with harpoon injury. So it doesn't seem to affect her that much. But this was such a nothing episode. Literally the whole episode was just about Kachansky getting on board. Yeah, I guess I need to find a way to get her on, get her on board somehow. But then, like, we... Sorry, you were going to say? I was going to say, but I guess we need to talk about the whole baby yeah so like 18 months later after this happened we see because this has figured out that the baby underneath um underneath the uh, in the egg boot of an arm underneath the, the table, table was him um sorry was the baby that they're about to have he's his own dad so this test tube is basically him um, and again, it doesn't make much sense, but we'll come on to that in a second. He waits till the baby's 18 months old. Why? No, because it'll be 18 months later, so it'll be like nine months. And then... And then, and then the baby's, baby's like... Um, so it'd be like ten... No. Nine, nine months nine. later, yeah. Yeah. Um, puts the baby into a box that says a robberus. And, uh, but then why is, there a, why is it a space like that? Maybe because there's a list of writing it. They stick under the table, and so the circle continues of him being... The, the human race, he was saying. He said they'll, they'll always be... He will, he's always been destined to be the last person on Earth because he, he'll continue this cycle. That doesn't, doesn't make no, much sense. No, I didn't get it. Can, can someone out there explain why this even matters in the first place? Who cares if, if Lister is the last and person on Earth? I didn't get this as well because, I mean... <laughs> okay, this is going to go around. But obviously, like, incest is illegal because of the whole, like, your face. You're like, oh, my God. Where are you but going? the whole, like, DNA, you can't... Because the DNA is too close together. So there'll be, like... You can have abnormal ab- abnormalities and stuff. And, like... So if he's his own dad, that's, like, the closest DNA you could possibly have. Like, how, how does that work? You, you do get some people that look exactly like their dads or exactly like their mums you do get that yeah but that yeah but that's that's their their dad passing on their 
their XY yeah, and their Y chromos- chromosomes. Yeah. But if you're passing on exactly to your DNA is mm. to your DNA, like how does that work? I don't understand. It doesn't, but may- we we don't know that. Maybe um, through that test tube, they've they've done something to make sure it exactly matches, like the DNA exactly matches. We don't know. They should have really explained that better there in that. In but that they never months. do, do they? They don't no. really do science. Well, we do see in, in in series one, episode two, we see future echoes where um, he turns yeah. up with two babies. babies yeah. Um, so I don't know. He's having a lot of babies on this ship. Anyway, so he is his own dad and he um, continues the circle of life and the Ouroboros, the infinite cycle, um, by sticking it under the pool table and um, and that's it. But then again, that should, be, that should have been a kind of a massive kind of point where he finds out his own dad. But it just kind of like felt a bit, a bit weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't like this episode. It didn't really get me. It should, that should have kind of like got me. As a Red Dwarf fan, that, that moment should have kind of made me think, oh my God, he was his dad. He was his dad the whole time. But I was just like, like no. whatever. Yeah. Um, I thought the sets looked a bit cheap. And then was that, um, I thought the time tunnel thing looked very cheap. Very I cheap. I didn't mind skin. it so much. Really? Yeah. I think there was enough wrong with this episode that I let that one slide. <laughs> Um, but like just just again I can't get over how bad the egg booth arms look like they should have just filmed it in a real pub yeah like why like, not why yeah. why film it we only see like about t- like a metre square in that kind of weird it looks like a it looked like a set like a badly made set like someone said two hours before they were about to film can you just can you just knock up a, a pub like, <laughs> well you should have told us like like weeks ago oh just just do it now just, just do what you can find use use that pool table just get some chain link fence so my boy my boyfriend was telling me uh, a couple of months ago on one of our commutes to work um so we were going past elephant and castle and he used to live there and uh, he went in for a pint in the, one of the local pubs one day and he walked in and asked the barman for a, a pint and he just sort of looked at him and then looked to his left and there was Kira Knightley and, um, oh, what's that Irish actor? I can't remember. A woman or a man? Man. Oh, I can't remember. Killian Murphy? No, no. The one that's in, uh, he's in, um, ah, I can't remember his name. But anyway, so it was like London Boulevard, the film. But there actually, oh, right, was, yeah, this, yeah. the pub was just full of actors. Yeah, yeah. And they were just about to shoot a scene. Wow. Oh, wait, you just walked into the scene? <laughs> yeah, I just walked into the scene yeah. to ask for pie. They were like, no. Nice. <laughs> and left. But yeah, so that, that was realistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how hard is it to run Filmed a pub? in a pub. Yeah. Bit crazy. Um, so we have we have this kind of like bombshell that he's his own dad with absolutely no like subsequent feelings towards it whatsoever. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really come into play again. Um, it just felt a bit throwaway, which and it shouldn't have been throwaway. Um, also, I mean, we t- we hear about his dad in other episodes as well, so it's just it's just a bit weird. Yeah, it's just a little no. bit weird. Um, but the thing is, like, the Eggbeth Arms is actually a pub in Liverpool. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's it's it's what the it's where Rob Grant, Doug Naylor, they used to go there and used to talk about oh, stuff. Okay, so they recre- they they should have just used that. I mean, it's called. Yeah, it would have been nice, nice yeah. little touch. I it's, think it's called the Victoria now, but like, why not? Oh, they changed it? the name. Yeah, oh, they should have kept it. We should go. We should go there. We should do a red Road thing trip. from the actual Eggbeth Arms. Yeah, um, that's it. Um, you're moving to Liverpool, aren't you? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, 
Yeah, so we've got uh, this kind of episode as as the third episode in in the series, and usually an episode of, with this kind of dramatic twist, it really would have been the finale or something like that. But they kind of realised this has an absolutely no weight to no, it whatsoever. No. The introduction of of Kachansky as well is like no one wants to see the introduction of Kachansky. So this episode was full of things that just didn't land. It was just bad. Yeah, no, I didn't enjoy this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, have you got anything else to say about this episode? No, just that I stand by my comment that I text you that I was losing the will to live during this episode. Well, there was, there was um, I believe, like reading a bit further, that Claire Grogan was asked to, to come back. Okay. Um, but she couldn't do it. What is she doing? What was she, I know she was presenting VH1 at the time, but like, come on, come back to Red Dwarf. Um, but um, Chloe Nett had been, I think she'd either been in or she, she auditioned for the Ten Percenters, which was another Rob Grant, Doug Naylor type thing, um, which was a failure. Um so they saw her in that, but like she just doesn't suit Kachansky. No, I'm really not sorry. At all. She, I mean, I haven't seen her in, in much else, but she's no good. She's no good. <laughs> no good. She's yeah. no good. She's no good. And okay, so can you can you guess who um, the baby was? No, was it? Kieran Knightley. No, I'm joking. No, <laughs> no. the baby is played by uh, Danny John Jules' nephew. No. Yeah. Oh. So that's quite nice. First IMDb credit. See, even that baby's got an IMDb credit, Danielle. You need yeah, to get one. Yeah, well, get on it, Jed. Probably <laughs> one of your films. It's quite, it's quite good because, like, you know, in, in, in Time Slides, we see a young Craig Charles. So we've seen Craig Charles in in four or five different, like, age groups. Yeah, we've seen him as yeah. a baby. We've seen him as uh, a teenager. We've seen him now. Uh, we've seen him as an old man in Future Echoes. Um so yeah it's quite good the last man on earth we've seen many different facets of him um and that's all there was no big stars besides no. uh, alexander john jules the playing the young dave lister <laughs> yeah no that was it but um yeah I, I didn't enjoy this episode no i didn't either yeah this will be low down on the list when at the end of the at the end of the series yeah. when we rank Near these the episodes it won't be it won't be high so let us know what you think of Robberus Robberus um when you can do it on Twitter and you can reach Daniela at Daniela of 1L Phillips and myself Jed Shepherd, J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D and don't forget if you're going to message one of us message both of us I'm interested in those pics too guys <laughs> don't just send them all to Daniela Spread them around and girls get in touch. Um, oh god, <laughs> no, don't really. I won't answer. Sex pest. I won't answer. I won't answer. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, I answer the boys. <laughs> I will not answer. <laughs> don't have time. Um, okay, and uh, that just leaves me to say, see you later, make heads. Bye. Bye. Bye.